Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Thon Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Pyotr Veglicki. He's with uh, Freescale, and we're going to talk about uh, power-saving techniques from a digital networking perspective. Isn't that right, Pyotr? Welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Alex. I'm delighted to be in the show. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, just to say that power is, or managing power in networking equipment is important would be probably an understatement. And <laughs> yes. in, net, in, in networking, we are, um, we are definitely facing different types of challenges that our colleagues, for instance, who are de- developing systems for the handheld devices and, and battery-operated. Nevertheless, you know, the challenges that we are facing are, are certainly very, very uh, important and significant. Yes. Well, I mean, it's a multi-sided thing, right? I mean, it's not just power. It's thermal management. It's cost effectiveness. Everything's all tied together in that efficiency, right? Absolutely. Absolutely right. So, you know, looking at what, in short, what uh, managing for power uh, means for for networking equipment, actually, there are almost like three things that you can think uh, about. Number one is managing for power is very good for the planet in terms right. of uh, global warming issues that we are facing. That's a very, very key key area. The second one is, is managing for power is also good for the wallet, for you and me as, as consumers. And the third aspect of that is actually managing for power is also very important and good for the company that you work for. It's for the bottom line of the company. Exactly. Because, well, that's the beautiful part about savings is it trickles out in all directions, the benefits. Now, how is some of that philosophy being manifested right now over at Freescale? Oh, absolutely. So let me just, you know, give you an example, you know, and we'll start this, with this green planet. Uh, I'll give mm-hmm. you an example of a, um, let's call it a silent offender. This is the wireless LAN access point, uh, or as most of us would call it, a Wi-Fi hotspot. Um, mm-hmm. In 2012, um, there were uh, over 88 million of households in the United States that had at least one of these hotspots. Um, and we know how it works, okay? We never switch them off. So they are mm-hmm. operating 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Uh, the power of, of these devices is not huge. It ranges from about maybe 2 watts up to 20 watts. Uh, mm-hmm. Most reports that they do some estimation, they say that it's roughly about 6 watts. So in your monthly bill, you will not see this as a big, big impact. But these numbers add up very quickly. And uh, very. The, the report that has been done actually now by Natural Resources Defense Council estimated that in 2012, the cost of the electricity to power these uh, hotspots was over $1 billion. So this is huge. Well, it all adds up. Absolutely. And I think that what is even interesting, more interesting about that in the context of you know, Green Planet is um, when you look at the, the power that was necessary, actually, you know, for, uh, for electricity, generation electricity, it was equivalent to an um, output of three dirty coal power plants. 
And again, if you translate it into the emission of the, of the tailpipes of the, of the vehicles, that would be uh, 1.1 million of vehicles per year. So this is huge, absolutely huge. Uh, so managing this is absolutely crucial. Understood. Now, what are some of the uh, products that you've got in the space that will help the engineers achieve some of these things? So what we do, we do a, a, a processors or, or system on the chip, which are actually the, the brain and heart of such uh, devices. And the challenge that we are facing is that we as consumers, we demand more and more performance and bandwidth. Um, and new technologies such as 802.11 AC Wave 1 and 2 offer this. But typically what you've got is that uh, once there is a performance increase, typically it comes with a, with a power increase. It's very, very difficult to really keep the power at a, at a very low level while you're significantly increasing uh, the, um, the performance of, of, a, of a system. So you need to do some really clever things to, to achieve this. Oh, I could imagine. I could imagine. What, um, what, give us an example. I know, obviously, Rescale has a lot of product in this space, but um, give us an example of something that you've done recently that expresses this philosophy. So what, what we do, we've got a, a few new processors, and, and this is one of the areas that we are targeting with our processors. Um, a device that is in a Core IQ family, T1024, for instance, perfectly suits uh, this, this application space. And, and the key, the, the way that we are approaching the problem is actually by acceleration. Interesting thing is that um, there are so many different ways that you can solve the problem of increasing performance. When we started the Core IQ processing family a few years back, we looked at multi-core problems in a slightly different way than most of our competitors. Uh, rather than increasing and focusing completely on a, increasing the CPU uh, performance, we looked at the overall system performance requirements. And what we did, we looked at certain functions that are being done in a networking systems and thought about how we can accelerate them in a dedicated acceleration blocks. And the, the result of that is accelerated uh, acceleration blocks give much better efficiency, power efficiency, than a, a general purpose CPU. And that's exactly what we've done for packet acceleration, but also application acceleration. Got it, got it. Well, and, and that's, as you were saying, it's so linked, performance, power, and then let's not forget the thermal side of it either because that also relates directly to power because the power required just to manage the thermals created by inefficiencies in the primary power system. Absolutely correct, Alex. And that's exactly the the, the problem that we are solving by um, giving um, and offering solutions that are very much power efficient and, and allowing much more cost-effective thermal solutions. Um, very often, they, the manufacturers are looking at, when they are looking at the, the bill of material and trying to reduce this cost, they're looking just uh, for the cost of a processor. But um, the, the thermal management uh, part of it is, is very significant, and having a device that is much more power efficient allows 
much cheaper and much more cost-effective thermal solutions. Um, by, um, by doing this, by, by offering a, a processor that is, for instance, for instance, that it does not require active cooling, you're not only reducing the cost of this solution, you're also increasing the re reliability of it as well. Obviously, you know, the moving parts always have a potential to cause trouble. So uh, that's, that's exactly what we're doing. We've got entirely the entire portfolio of products, we call it a value tier processors, that are targeted into the space below 10 watts. And that means that they can be used in a, with the convection cooling rather than with the active cooling. Got it, got it. Now, um, what are some of the other issues that are related to this that are also addressed by the core technologies and services you offer? So what we are doing also, we are developing other type of solving other solutions as well. Let me give you an example from the printing applications. So printers, for most of the time, they are sitting and waiting for a job to be sent to them. And obviously, uh, they need to go into a sleep mode. There is a lot of regulations right now uh, in place to, to ensure that they are not drawing power at that time. Uh, what we did, we, we've developed a technology that is called Deep Sleep, which enables the, the SOC, the, the processor, uh, to go into a deep sleep mode. And in this sleep, deep, deep sleep mode, it allows actually switching off you know, virtually all of the resources on, on, the, on the processor. Um, and it draws, you know, only about 150 milliwatts of power. So this, this is very impressive. Um, now, the challenge is actually not to put the processor to sleep. It's the problem is actually to wake it up in a way that will not be disruptive. So in other words, that the information that you and I send to a printer is not going to be lost. That the first page that of a, of a printout that we do is not messed up just because the processor did not wake w woken up in a in a efficient and and fast enough mode and that's exactly right. the problem that we are solving with with some of the processors in this portfolio. Got it, got it. Now, how can people find out some more information about? Is there a website or a deep link or something there that you could uh, give us to get some more information on that? Uh, absolutely. So we actually announced a very new uh, processor, uh, the first uh, multi-core 64-bit processor, which is of, of the highest uh, efficiency power efficiency in the industry. Uh, this is called LS1043A. And uh, there is a, a, a website dedicated website to that. So, so um, uh, it could be, the information could be found at www.freeskill.com forward slash ls. 1043A. Very nice. So, Piotr, what I like to do is uh, I always like to give my guests the last word in uh, my podcast. So that way, if there's anything we missed or if you have something else you want to talk about, talk about the company or just a tip for the audience, uh, now's a chance for you to do it uh, because you have the floor. Thank you very much, Alex. So, um, Freescale offers, we, we are very much focused on offering uh, processors with the great power efficiency. And uh, one of the competitive advantages that we've got is this uh, performance per watt efficiency. Uh, all of our processors actually in a value tier, mid-range, and high-end devices have this, this, this feature set. Uh, we are 
investing very heavily into that. We know that this is a very important for the industry. Uh, we are building actually on some of the expertise that we've got um, based on the, um, some of the business groups that we had in for the wireless mobile devices, and we use a lot of patents actually from this area and use it for the entire networking uh, industry. So we, we are very excited to to uh, serve this space, and, and to, we've got very, very key uh, competences and, and efficiency to offer in this space. Well, I'm really glad, Fyodor, and thank you for that, because, well, as my uh, audience knows, I'm always happy for companies and people that help move the ball forward and provide more solutions in the space for the engineering community. And, uh, well, Freescale has been doing it, and I completely expect them to continue going forward. Thank you very much, Alex. And thank you, like I said, for being on the show. I also want to thank everyone out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us because we wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Power. Have a great day.